Thanks for tuning in to the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Good. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another special edition of the Open Table. It is our late night conversation roundtable where me and Adelia, my co-host, just talk about life. Sometimes talk to people, but most of the time talk about life. Like I said, I do it with Adelia. I wouldn't pick anyone else to do this with. Thank you, Ferris. That's very kind of you. And you heard her right there, so let's introduce her. Adelia, how are you? How you doing? How you living? doing all right it's been kind of a long day uh my mother's birthday is tomorrow my sister and her daughter showed up here to surprise her today so uh lots of stuff happening but uh i'm glad to be here with you tonight ferris cheers cheers oh dang it oh my cup is in the kitchen my cup is in the kitchen (laughs) it's okay uh one of my favorite artists dropped his new album Mm -hmm. that well technically last night but at mid so like it was midnight eastern which was nine o'clock pacific so friday technically oh, so technically friday so today so he, he he's big into orange juice his name is larry june okay you no know, and i tweeted out oh new new larry june out break out the orange juice oh that's what that tweet was about yeah okay. <laughs> i didn't know what you were tweeting about uh yeah um my twitter is a, just a mess yeah. Your Twitter is a mess. I just put on Twitter tonight a like a seven or eight tweet thread about Loki and what the series meant to me, even though I can't formulate actual thoughts on how to describe what the series means to me. So that's on my Twitter if anybody wants to check it out. Um, but we have a lot to talk about tonight, Ferris. We didn't know what we were going to talk about this week, and then suddenly we have a lot to talk about this week. Yes, Absolutely. First, the most important thing in the world, the most important thing in our space, the most important thing ever. I built a bookshelf. Yeah, yeah, you're damn right I did. <laughs> I built a bookshelf, okay? Uh, I don't I don't have a photo, but I, well, actually I do have a photo. Um, yeah, I built it. No, that's, but that's not the most important thing in our space. Uh, the most important thing in our space is um, effectively at midnight on Thursday, the SAG after strikes are over. Um, picket lines, they're dispersing. Um, the uh, the board of SAG after has has, I guess, not unanimously but majority voted to recommend the deal they got. Eighty six percent of the vote approved it. Yep, a B plus um, to the the governing body. Um, they're waiting for them to vote on it. 
So we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, did no, the governing, the, um, now the, the board voted on it now goes to the members, the SAG after members. Yeah, so yeah. they just need a majority to pass it. So exactly. Yes. Um, SAG actually had like a, this giant thread about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I could bring it up and read it, but I, I kind of don't want to. Yeah. They, they got a lot of stuff in this deal. Uh, yeah. Streaming money um, minimums went up like 7% across the board. Mm -hmm. um, there was stuff for background actors. There were a, a very um, confusing thing about uh, AI. I don't quite understand what their sentence meant. It was something about um, protections and, and compensation stuff about AI. That's great because that was the main thing I feel mm -hmm. like in this in this thing was the AI stuff. Um, but it also didn't sound like they got everything they wanted on the AI stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but that's negotiations. You're never going to get everything you want. Yeah. Um, I do feel like the writers got a better deal on the AI stuff than the actors did, but I don't know because I haven't seen the like language of the contracts to really... Well, because I think, I think people have realized the AI stuff, the, the writing is clunky. Doesn't... Oh, the writing's so bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's it's extremely bad. So the writers had a good with AI stuff with the actors. It's just like, you know, scanning somebody, keeping their likeness, and like putting them in like, you know, digital format. Like they did. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know all that. Jazz. Um. Yeah. The um. But the strikes are over, yeah. which means uh, we can get back to making our content the way we normally would. A mm -hmm. uh, ton of news expected to come out now that the strikes are over. I love, I love. Uh, on Thursday, it was like a 10, 15 trailers just dropped. Yeah. And then Alex dropped them all in the in the Discord. Shout out to you, Alex, man. Wherever you are, Alex, I miss you. I don't know where you are. Alex puts all the trailers in the Discord. I feel yeah. like. If Why doesn't Alex talk to us anymore? I don't know. Sad. I miss him. He's not around that much. It's yeah. very true. I don't know. I just miss his lovely personality. He has, a very, he has a very buoyant personality, you know, very vibrant. You yeah, know? shout out to you, Alex, our graphics guy. Same um, with ASG. I miss him. I miss ASG know? too. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I need somebody to yell at. <laughs> did you, um, to change the subject slightly, did you watch the fantasy football roundup this week, Ferris? Uh, I heard Snark was on it, and I'll, I'll need to watch it. Snark was the host, I was the guest. Uh, we did a little uh, quick live edition of the show yesterday because uh, mm -hmm. we couldn't get it done before then. And at the end, he jokes that uh, the show was like if AI had written what someone hosting other than you would have been like. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> uh, nah, def now, now it's definitely going to be on my watching. Definitely yeah, watching now. It was fun. I think he did a good job, but it was definitely funny. Yeah. We're out, you know what? You know, we have to outsource to the foreigners, you know? <laughs> Ferris, that's a horrible joke. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Because uh, he's Canadian. Uh, but uh, Canadian. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, you know, I'm happy about it. You know, I'm happy the actors, because here's the thing, man. Here's the thing about actors, man. Actors love to act. They do. They love this thing. Like, I'm sorry, like, Actors are a special type of a breed of person. Mm -hmm. Like there's like you have imagine being an actor, man. Like there's times where they're not working, you know, like, you know, that they're 
like just and then you know then then and then there's times where they're, they're always working and then you know because you know it's like it's like it's like let's say this like you know you, you act you want a movie set for like three months and you working every single day uh-huh. then boom all your scenes are filmed you're done you're done and then you go back to work when the movie's finished for promo like like promotion is a part of being an actor you know mm-hmm. um i heard i remember back in the day tom cruise changed the way actors do promotion when he became a superstar where he would do a back to back to back so he he would fly and go bang 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 so they expect most actors to do that nowadays you know some actors can't do that because you know not everyone's crazy like tom cruise uh psycho I love you though. love you though but you are a crazy person um well okay love's a strong word i just think you're you're an acting superstar um but yeah like and then then and then they're done working and then they're done working then they're on to the next movie or on to their next tv show or or they're waiting for the next two years so you you gotta love this you gotta love this job because this job isn't stable Uh it's not stable dog you could you could be and then, and then getting one of them, like, like it's also the TV actors, man. A lot of shows get canceled. A lot oh, of shows yeah. get a season, two seasons, and they're done, you know? They don't grab somebody. You know? It's funny to me, you know, you know what's so funny about TV, too, is, like, the TV show Succession, with all those actors, they're all, they're all now super famous now. All of them. Mm-hmm. Like Jeremy Strong, you know who Jeremy Strong is. You know who Sarah Snook is. You know who uh, Kieran Culkin is. Even though he was, he went from being Macaulay Culkin's little weird brother to oh snap, that's Kieran Culkin. I know who that guy is. Yeah. You know, and Alan Rook, dude. You know how you know how you know how old you know how old people got to be. Alan Rook drove into a Taco Bell like last week, I mm-hmm. or a restaurant. I don't, I don't know why I called it a Taco Bell. It's like a random restaurant, and they don't say. Star of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Alan Rook anymore. He's no it's longer star of succession. Star of succession, Alan Rook. Like they're they're all superstars now. Yeah, I saw a tweet about that from well, who was it? Adam Witt. Yeah. Saying, Man, I know I'm old now. Yeah. When they went with Star of Succession. Exactly. So the thing is, but Adelia, the final of the final of uh, of 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 succession. Mm-hmm. It was only like two and a half million people watched it. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> William Harrell, Alan Rook of Star Trek Generations fame. <laughs> you know what? I like this William Harold guy. I, I like, like him. William Harold too. I like him. You know why I know I liked him? First time why? William ever came into the chat, he says something and I insulted him. <laughs> All right. Of course you did. And instead of leaving, he came back. And had fun. Yeah. You know, you're 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 a cool cat, William Harrell. We were actually in his backyard, Adelia. We were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next time I'm in, I'm in that Tucson, Arizona. Um, I'll try to go to the loft. See see what's what's up with that. Try yeah. We'll have to try to hit up the loft the yeah. next time we're all together. Um, in Tucson. My thing is, uh, okay, what was my thing? Uh, yeah. So like, Succession, man. But if you t- on Twitter. Talking about succession, you think it's the everyone's watching succession. You think everybody's watching it. You think 10 million people, you think at least eight million people, like people are watching the show. Like it's like Game of Thrones. No. 
two million people. Two and a half million people. It's crazy. And then, like, you go on, like, you know, regular regular TV, regular network broadcast. You got Yellowstone getting eight, nine million folks. You know what I mean? NCIS back in the day getting eight, nine million folks. Shout out to NCIS. Boom. But it's not NCIS because Mark Harmon's gone. So I will not, I won't call it NCIS anymore. It's just a bunch of a bunch of weird government agents together. Okay. Yeah. It's procedural. Yeah. No, you can't have NCIS, NCIS without Jeffro. Make no sense. By I the way, no, Ferris. Shout out, shout out, man. Shout out to Ducky, man. RP Ducky. Shout out to my guy Ducky. He passed away this year. Uh Ducky's actually um he's actually uh Ducky. The real actor's name. I need to find out who the real actor is. David McCollum. Dave, David McCollum. Okay. Um, he actually invented one of the greatest samples in music history. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. One of the greatest of all time. He, it's actually, I think, Dr. Dr. Dre samples it oh man it's pristine the original song is pristine shout out to you ducky god rest your soul beloved human being mm-hmm. all right my parents have finished yellowstone by the way good for them my mother cannot wait until um the second half of season five that's what they're waiting for right comes out in a year mm-hmm. like they have become obsessed with this show and it's so weird to me no it's not weird you know why they're from a generation where Kevin Costner has a hold on them. Kevin Costner, I mean, man. Kind of, yeah. Kevin Costner is amazing. That man is an immigrant's dream. People love Kevin Costner. A lot of immigrants love Kevin Costner. Found that about. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, the actors, man, they, they're just a different breed of human. Yeah. Like, I mean, they like, were back to in promo the very next day after the mm-hmm. strike was suspended. Yeah. Um, like uh, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson were on the Tonight Show. Um, I saw Barry Keegan, or however you say his last name, was doing promos for some movie that he was at in New York. Like they were just ready to go back to work. And like he's, I, he's in a movie with Austin Butler. Yeah, where they're where they're they're military men. They're bombard like they're like gunners and like like they're. They they're bomb they're bomb running they're dropping bombs in World War Two, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. So him and him Austin Butler and some other folks. Austin Butler always doing some weird voices. He needs to stop that man. Yo man, if I if I if that man keeps talking like Elvis, I'm gonna throw in, I'm gonna throw some eggs at him. I swear to God. I have yet to see Elvis, so I don't know what you're referring to. But no, it's not, yeah, it's you can't movie. same ac- not- You can't use the same accent for every role if that's what he's doing. No, deal. He, he's talking like Elvis in interviews. Yeah, you can't do that, bro. Do man, that. keep it moving, I bro. Understand that there are method actors that oh, like speak in the accent the whole time they're filming the movie. But like once the movie's done, I think you can stop speaking in the accent. You know what my favorite thing, my favorite quote ever about method actors is, it? What? Robert Pence is like, oh, method actors? You mean the bunch of assholes? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, method acting is just an excuse to be an asshole. I don't do that nonsense. That's, yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, damn, Robert Pattinson. Shout out to Robert Pattinson. You know what I mean? That's my Batman. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of Batman. Bale's been my, you know, I've been born for Bale. 
and uh, Ben Affleck mm-hmm. and uh, Robert Pattinson. So there's that. Shout out to them. I've seen Keaton. I've seen uh, Clooney. I've seen Kilmer. I've seen Affleck. And I've seen Bale as Batman. I think the only one I liked was Keaton. Oh, and Adam West. Adam West is my favorite Batman. Sorry. Yeah, shout out to you, Adam West. Yeah, man. Why does Batman gotta always be sad all the time? I don't know. Like, Batman used to be so much fun with the 60s TV show and everything. And then they wanted to make, like, a more, real, you know, gritty, grounded movie in 89. And that's great. But, like, then it got silly with, like, the bat card and George Clooney's nipples. That was, and all that's that my Batman. But, um. Bat butts. Yeah, all that. Um, but then ever since it's all been like we got to be so grounded and realistic. And Batman's not fun to me. Like he's just not. Like I had no desire to see the Batman when it came out. Like I don't need another brooding, you know, Batman. Batman. You know, you know, you know all of Batman's problems, Adelia. You know, you know how I can fix all the Batman's problems. How? Go to fucking therapy. Yeah, therapy. Batman really needs therapy. Homie was like, nah, I'm gonna dress up like a bat and beat people up at night. Yeah. Nah, bro. You're a billionaire. Go to therapy. Use your money for good. Yeah. Like, nah, everyone should go to therapy if they have issues like Batman has. You damn right. You got PTSD watching your parents get murdered in front of you. Just go to th- just go talk to a therapist, man. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Do some healthy coping mechanisms. Well, like, nah, I'm going to go beat up some people. And, you know, when Batman was created, all, all the villains got created. Because, you know, there's always going to be one dude that's like, nah, I don't like that good person. I need to be a bad person. The reason all the villains are created is that Batman is Batman. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the beacon to all the super villainy. Villainy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to the actors. Love y'all. Hope y'all are well. Hope y'all are doing great. I'm watching the Marvels next week. Apparently, Iman Vellani, dub. Love her. Dub. Shout out to you, dub. Another dub for the Muslims. Boom. I wish more people were going to see that movie. Uh, Captain, Captain Marvel Sorry. is my jam. Um, I like Captain Marvel. I love, I love Captain Marvel. Um, I think that people, there's not like reasonable people, but people that are like, oh, she said something negative about men. We must hate her now. Um, I've just like trashed this movie. And like, I get it's not for everyone, like, but not every movie is going to be for everyone. Like I saw some critic wrote, it's made for teenage girls. Well, what's wrong with that? Like teenage girls read comic books. Teenage girls are MCU fans. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But no. they said it so snide and like it was a a massive negative for the film. And it's just like not everything has to be made for you comic nerd boys. And some of them really need to just like realize that. Yeah, no, there's a demographic for every film. Does it hit other people outside the demographic? Absolutely. Of course. Like Black Panther was made for the black community. Everyone knew this. I knew that. Everyone knew it. And yeah. it hit and it hit hard for them. And they loved it. I love Black Panther. 
I'm not black. Adelia's not black. I loved it too. We're outside yeah. the, the target demographic. But every movie has a target demographic. Mm-hmm. Every movie. Captain has- and, and speaking of target demographic, I am the Captain Marvel, Marvel target demographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie was set in the late 90s when I was a teenage girl. It had some of my favorite songs in it. Mm-hmm. Like that. I love that movie. It's mm-hmm. in my Marvel MCU top 10, probably. And so many people hate it and hate Brie Larson's performance. Why do they hate Brie Larson's performance? Maybe some of them it's genuine, but for a lot of them it's because she managed to say, oh, we need more female critics in the room. We do need more female critics in the room. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. But these nothing men wrong get with so that. goddamn butthurt about everything because, oh my god, a woman wants some more diversity, that it's the end of the world to these people and they just decide to ruin everything that she's in now. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's, it's they think like Oh, if we have more female critics, they're going to get rid of me. Nah, they're just adding. Yeah. There's, we need no more female said, critics. We, we need more racially diverse critics. Like, not everything needs to be judged by older white men. Sorry. It is what it is. Yeah. Shout out to you, Brie Larson. Love Brie Larson. I can't wait to see the Marvels. I didn't get to see it this week. I'm going to have to wait until next Friday to see it. Fortunately, um, I heard but- you have a boyfriend, so I'm kind of sad. Oh, does she? I have no idea. I don't keep up on the personal lives of celebrities. I don't either. You you don't, but you always seem to know who has a boyfriend and who doesn't. That's because I'm a man. <laughs> it's a difference. No, it's not. Okay, fine. It's not, no difference. Um, But yeah, uh, The Marvels is coming out this week. Can't wait to watch it. Um, I think I'm watching Tuesday. I can't wait to watch it. I love Captain Marvel. I love Monica Rambeau. I thought she was fantastic in WandaVision. And, Make sure and I watch it Tuesday. Thursday. Kamala Khan was so delightful in Ms. Marvel. Like, not and everything I... about Ms. Marvel worked, but it was phenomenal whoa, 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 to see whoa, whoa, that whoa. series. Not whoa. everything about the series worked for me, Ferris. I'm sorry. Mm. But what, what this is like? still a great series. I'd say it's probably one of the upper tier Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. Top five for me. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, but she's a delight, Amon Bellani. She's an absolute delight. You know, my favorite, you know, my favorite, my favorite scene in the entire show is? What? When she on the roof, right? And her dad sees her on the roof. Mm-hmm. And they're talking. And they're just talking. And he brings up uh, her name. And then at the end, he just like casually says, you're our little Marvel. Like, it, nothing about it was corny. It was wholesome. It was straight to the things, and I'm like, "Yo, that's that's a great name origin. Mm-hmm. That's a that's how you that's how you do a name origin right there. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how you that's how you know, man. And then I Bardem, absolutely adore her family. Don't even get me started on the on on the on the on the sound sound at the end. So great! It's great. I love it so much. Um. I have heard that there's a fascinating post-credit scene in the Marvels. I don't so know I've what it's too. about, but I've heard it's really interesting. Yes, I've um, heard. So I, I can't wait to see it. Danny said that it's leaked on the internet, so I've been trying to avoid it at all costs. I'm really good at avoiding spoilers. See, I'm generally <laughs> really good at avoiding spoilers. Like, with no way home spider-man no way home i couldn't avoid the spoilers because for some reason people were filming the movie in other countries on their phone and so like two days before it came out here 
um, I went on YouTube and my, the algorithm decided to show me a ton of clips that were very spoilery in the titles of these clips from the movie. See, like, that, that like, didn't happen to me. It was like Aunt May's death. Yeah, no, I didn't I see like, any of that. Oh, great. I, I guess that's what's happening in this movie, which sucks because yes. I hated, I love Marissa Tomei. I love Marissa Tomei too. Like, she's a great actor. So I'm, I'm very glad that, that th- this movie has not been spoiled for me yet. Um, do you know, do you know Doctor Strange? You know, you know, you know the famous story, but my doctor, my famous Doctor Strange story, right? did. How you didn't watch it and then you did? No, no. I watched it. But then I fell yeah. asleep. And you fell asleep. And then I tried to watch it four years later, but I kept falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I finally finished it. In those four years, I didn't see a single spoiler for Doctor Strange. That's very nice. Um, I have not seen a ton of spoilers for uh, Rings of Power, which I have not watched all the way through yet. I've watched the first two episodes. This is my Thanksgiving plans. Is I'm going to binge watch Rings of Power. Uh, so I can talk to our friend French Tonner about it because he keeps coming into the voice chat in our Discord and bringing up Rings of Power. But I am remarkably unspoiled on that still. And like, you know me, I'm I'm in the Lord of the Rings space on Twitter and stuff. I'm still remarkably a, unspoiled on that show. It's the Lord of the Rings space? There is. There's a ton of Lord of the Rings Twitter accounts. Nice. I've never seen, I've never seen it. Yeah. Well, I like, watched, seriously, though, like, I watched Lord of the Rings series. like it was meant to be watched. I watched the non-extendeds on my phone. Oh, God. I, Paris, <laughs> I haven't seen the theatrical version since I literally was in the theater. What's wrong with them? They want awards. Nothing's is- wrong with them, but they're better if the extended versions. Like, a lot of director's cuts are not better. Let's just be honest about that. They're not. Yeah. It's just throwing scenes back in the movie. But, like, the extended editions of... Uh, Lord of the Rings are very, very good. Y'all be shaming context. people. I'm not shaming people. If the only movies you want to watch are the theatrical cuts, fine. Not everyone has four and a half hours to spend to watch Return of the King. But like, I'm the crazy person that watches all three of them in the same day, the day after I watched all three of the extended editions of The Hobbit in the same day. So I don't expect anyone to be like me. That's, that's wild. I'll just put them on and I'll, I'll, they'll be on in the background while I do other things at this point. Sometimes I sit down and just thoroughly watch them, but. Yeah. Something speaking of. a Lord of the Rings trivia champion, Ferris. Well, you're looking at the Fast and the Furious trivia champion, Adelia. Yeah. Shout out to Video Drew and Nerd Chronic. Yeah. Beat Hector Navarro. I beat Marisol McKee. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. His bump. His bump. His bump. Damn. I'm also the Back to the Future champion as well. From the Rob Fishback Network? Yep. I beat Ryan Payne. Yep. I that have was, uh, only yeah, that, participated that was a grind in out victory contests in my life. One was on the Hamilton uh, Pro Cut that was on Disney Plus. And uh, the other is the Lord of the Rings trivia that I won. <laughs> and I'm retired now. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm two and one. I'm no, one no, and no. one. No, no, no. I'm two and two. I'm one and one. I lost that Lilo and Stitch one. Yeah. That one made me angry. Shout out to French, who's in the chat. Good to see you, know, you, French. You know who I lost it to? Who? I lost it to Kiwi Jess. She loves Lilo and Stitch. I do too, and then it annoyed the shit out of me that I lost. Because I was second yeah. the entire match. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I lost it. Yeah. 
and then and then if I if I had gotten one if I didn't check down to one question, I would have uh, I would have been I would have tied with her, and we would have went into the the sudden death and out of and not, and I I knew the southern the first sudden death question. Yeah, because she didn't know the final question and I didn't know the final question. So if I didn't check down, the only question I missed was that final question. So if I didn't check down on one of my other questions, I would have uh. I would, have, I would have been in the, I would have been sudden death with her and then I would have beaten her because I I know I would have beaten her mm-hmm. speaking of kiwis hang on uh, French says the apocalypse now redux has five adds five minutes for 49 minutes that should have been cut the first time I don't understand that, what that means I don't know friend. what that means but but thank you yeah speaking the, the, of kiwis the documentary about that movie apparently is better than the movie I've never seen it. I don't watch like stuff like that. So apparently, Martin 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 Sheen, mm-hmm. he had a heart attack in the middle of had a heart attack in the middle yeah. of filming, and Lawrence Fishburne lied about his age to get on the movie. Hmm. He was seventeen, mm-hmm. and he they, they they couldn't accept anyone under eighteen because they weren't shooting in America. I think I think they were shooting somewhere else, so they needed everyone yeah. to be eighteen, and he lied. And Marcin almost died. There was like a fight. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, the heart attack. And yeah. then there's like a fight. Someone trying to punch. Damn, what's his name? I don't know. Damn it. Who are you Godf- thinking of? The god no, he's the godfather director. Coppola. Yep, Francis Ford Coppola. Someone like tried to beat him up. Like it was all hell broke loose. It's mm-hmm. a great movie. I don't know what it was called, but it's it's a documentary about the movie. Apparently, the documentary is better than the movie, which is weird. But yeah, speaking of Kiwis, one day me and Adelia did something special. Adelia, you know, you know what's crazy? This 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 is this is how I ended up watching the UCL final, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. The same okay. the same way. I didn't know it was the final. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was the final, and I found out from someone else it was a final. So and the, so like I was on Paramount, I was like just chilling on Paramount Plus, and mm-hmm. and Paramount Plus, you know, they're like UCL final, and it was like, oh snap, the Champions League is today. So I clicked it and I watched the Champions League. First time I ever saw Thierry, Jamie, and Big Meeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Kate Abdu, you know, the the second yeah. best studio. Before you continue, there. French just clarified his statement. You get five minutes extra that are fun for an additional forty nine minutes that were not as fun. They shot that in the Philippines. Tipsy bam. Understand so, yeah, now, French. Thank you. So uh, first time I ever saw them, and then I watched my my first ever UCL final live. Mm-hmm. So if I remember, Ferris, what's the what's the first UCL final you ever watched live? Uh, the one Liverpool lost to Real Madrid because Trent Alexander Arnold sucks at playing defense. He does. He's Trash probably the worst guys. defender in the Premier League. He's garbage. Keep him there, though. Yeah. Keep him there. I like it. But he's yep. so bad. He's so bad. But I got a gray hair. You see that? Oh, no. that's great. You don't see this gray hair I got? I have very gray temples, so. I don't know what that means. That sounds horrible. Temples are right here. Oh, okay. So, speaking of Kiwis, like I said, me and Adelia end up watching the Rugby World Cup. Yes. I, I didn't know it was I, the I watched World all Cup. of the Rugby World Cup. I watched the second half because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, first time ever watching. This is the second time ever watching the All Blacks. I watched them with Flow Rugby a couple of months ago. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of really wasn't paying attention, so I don't know what happened. But I was paying attention for this game. And God, rugby is such a crazy sport, man. Rugby is a fascinating, violent, yet controlled sport. Yeah, it's so, it's bonkers. It's just bonkers. If, if you're bro. not used to the rules, you can get very confused. But the Rugby World Cup final we watched was South Africa, the defending champs against New Zealand, the All Blacks, uh, probably one of the greatest teams of all time. We've had a bit of a down year coming into the World Cup, so then mm-hmm. making the World Cup final was kind of a surprise. Um, but uh, that game was fascinating. Yeah, what man. Impressions of it, Ferris. I loved it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of, it's, it's like, it's basically, it's lines of battle going back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, you know, lines of battle, you know, like boom, bang, bang, it's just like, and then they're hitting each other. But then like you get one, someone who slips behind the line of battle and then you create a new line of battle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, the I think. The fascinating thing about rugby to me is how everybody on the field plays offense and defense. Mm-hmm. And if you are substituted, you go off and you don't come back on unless there's an injury in your position and um, you play the whole game. Like, it's not like the NFL where it's like, oh, the offense is on the field and then the defense is on the field. No, it's just the 15 guys on the field and then they have to do everything. You know, these brothers' shoulders, Adelia, are so massive. Yeah. Their shoulders, Jesus. Like, they're... Especially the, the pack the scrum pack they're massive oh my god they're massive they're huge um french says he tries to tune in for the haka but he doesn't set an alarm for it understandable french the haka that the uh, all blacks perform is uh fascinating to watch sorry I, I, I... <laughs> Paris is trying to memorize the hawker clearly. Yeah, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying. Nah, cause so Adelia, man, I was on I was on YouTube. Apparently the All Blacks got a YouTube. So they I subscribed to YouTube. But also yeah. Rugby World Cup has a YouTube and they had this video called The Evolution of the Haka. First time the Haka ever showed up in rugby was in ni- the 1980s. Uh, the mm-hmm. 19 in a match, I think against Australia. So Australia was the first person ever given the hawker or something like, not surprised because not surprised Australia is uh, New Zealand's biggest rival yep and back in the day they would end the haka by jumping you'd be like mm-hmm. oh yeah it was a different haka jump. that they did back then yeah yeah they jumped and then no no it was the same haka Adelia like the same chant so they yeah. changed it after see this video teaches me taught me all of this so after 05, they change it to the Kappa Opungo. Mm-hmm. That's the chant now, most of the time. But in the 80s and 90s, they would jump. But then when the 2000s hit, they would do the Kamate, which was the one prior to the Kappa Opungo, which is the one they used after 05. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't jump in the 2000s. I don't think they jumped, you know? Yeah. They just yeah. kind of like stayed there and like stood their ground, you know, and then you have... Jonah Lomu just staring at you with his eyes like this, and he's like, <sighs> and you're like, the fuck is the hell is this? Jonah Lomu was about to kill you. That's why. Jonah you know Lomu, I mean? one of the greatest players of all time. 
yeah yeah so like and then like because he's he's like you know his head is like you know shaking and his eyes are like up and he and he would stick out his tongue at you and then like he would like creep towards you he would creep towards you as he's doing mm-hmm. it. he's creeping towards you because technically you're supposed to be 10 yards away from the haka the rule which is now the rule but i think back then they didn't have that rule and they would they get not. up in their they would get up in their faces and like jonah loma would get up in your face and you would just like i'm a i'm a I'm about to take you to the spirit world. And you're like, damn, bro, yeah. Jonah, come on, son. Do it again. Do it's it again. a shame that he died so young. Oh, damn, he passed away? Yeah, he passed I mean, away. I believe yeah. it was after the 2015 World Cup in England. Um, he got a blood clot on his way back to New Zealand and died. Was he a part of the 2015 part. World Cup? No, he was retired. I think he was just there to um, commentate or something. Oh, he was like, oh, he was like in his 40s like, or something? Yeah. Oh man, God rest your soul. Yeah, because yeah. because he was with the All Blacks for twenty years. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, because I think he his first Test match was when he was twenty. He was like twenty, and then they were yeah. like, and then in the video it was like, this is the first haka of Jonah Lomu's story twenty year career. I'm like, damn, twenty years in rugby. Yeah, twenty, 20 years, years in rugby. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> But shout out to Richie McCall, you know, 148 test matches. Have you seen the documentary on Richie McCall yet? No. Wait, where is it? I don't know where it's streaming. I'll have to find it. But um, it's uh, called Chasing Great. Really good documentary. I got got to. I got to watch it because the All Blacks, I'm an American, but they're my team. Yeah. They're my team. And this was before. There is an American team. There is an American team. The last time I saw the American team play, they lost a hundred and something to New Zealand. So they're not great. Yeah, no, they they suck. They they're not. Yeah. Good. So that's why the New Zealand. Uh, they did not team. qualify for this World Cup. Um, but we did have a big upset in this World Cup. Uh, Fiji was playing really well. They qualified for the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. and they lost to Portugal, which is a phenomenal upset. I can't explain to you how much of an upset that was. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was a really good Rugby World Cup, and I'm glad you're interested in the sport, because I love watching it. I, like, I love sports where there's violent hits. I don't know why. It's just a thing. Like, maybe it comes from being a hockey fan in the 90s. I don't know. But um, rugby is fiery. It is passionate. We had a red card in the World Cup final, which is insane. Captain. Captain of the All Blacks, red carded. Is that Kieran Reed? No, Sam Kane. Karen Reed's retired. Oh, so yeah, the documentary is pretty old. Yeah, the I believe that the um, because, it, because it's on the British and Irish Lions tour of of New Zealand. So I believe that was 2017. Mm-hmm. The documentary came out in 2018. Yo, can, we, can we talk about how bullshit that is? Yo, that what? is bullshit. Let me tell you, bro. What's bullshit? You telling me four countries combined into one face one? That's country? a special thing. That's a special thing. It happens every four years. 12 years. No, it's every 12 years for when they visit New Zealand. But it happens every four years. Like, uh, they just did it in 2021 against South Africa. And then in 2025, they're going to go to Australia. And they rotate between the three countries. Okay, so every four years, but every 12 years in New Zealand. Yes. So, like, the last time they played... um, Australia in well, so, the British and Irish Lions is in 2013. 
So Adelia, so technically Adelia, it's every twelve years for all three teams. Yes, it's every twelve years for all three teams. They, but it's every four years for the British and Irish Lions. They just yes. rotate between the three. So they're every four, but the other teams are every twelve. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Still, that's bullshit. Like, imagine you're a country. You're South Africa, and you're like, mm -hmm. we're only doing South Africa. And then you have this, this, you have England telling you, okay, we're gonna create a team. We're gonna choose. We're gonna create a team. Okay. We're gonna against your team. And you're like, cool. You can only pick South Africans. And you're like, okay, cool. But we're gonna pick from four countries. You're like, what the, what the fuck? What? I don't know that it was necessarily England's idea to do this. The British and Irish Lions go back decades. But like during way back. The, the United Kingdom when they controlled all four countries, correct? I mean, not maybe, but not necessarily. I don't know exactly when the British and Irish Lions started. Okay, why is it called the British Irish Lions when they have Scots and Welsh people there? Well, because the Scots and Welsh are British. Oh, makes sense. But yeah, man, like, come on, like, I'm sorry, like. If I was, if I lose to them, I'm like, bro, like, a, like they, they're basically picking like a, a superstar squad from all four countries. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the whole thing is can um, the Southern Hemisphere teams, which is Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa, beat the best of the Northern Hemisphere teams, which is the British and Irish, basically. So, okay, thank you for pointing that. What if all three of those teams create a super team? And well, then we'll that's find the barbarians, out. basically. The what? The barbarians is like an all-star team that plays countries and friendlies, which are called test matches. Exactly. So, like, imagine you have the British Irish Lions. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're gonna create our all-star team with these four countries. You create an all-star team, and I bet you the you you combined you not even Australia, you combine South Africa and New Zealand into one team. It would and be pretty they would, interesting. It would, man. Yeah. There's a lot of other countries that are good at rugby, though. Argentina's really good at rugby. Japan. Yeah, apparently they're, they're new. They're apparently like their new superpower, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Japan's yeah. pretty decent at rugby. Uh, the French are obviously pretty good. Um, yeah. It's it's interesting when it's a sport um, that there that literally classifies the nations that compete in it as tier one or tier two nations, or maybe even tiers below that. Um, but uh, we got a hell of a World Cup final out of it. Yeah, I'm right, we did. South Africans beating the New Zealand uh, All Blacks by a point. Yeah, I man. If the New Zealand back just back champions, if they just made one of those tries, one of those tries, <laughs> it would have been amazing because they would have won with a man down. Yep. Sia Khaleesi, the captain of of uh, South Africa, uh, first black captain of the South African uh, team, the Springboks, mm -hmm. uh, winning back-to-back -back, back -back World Cups. He's going like, to go down in history. He is. He really is. I think he's going to go down in history because you're like, because like sometimes the first always isn't like the most, you know, like being first is all cool and all, but like sometimes it doesn't pan out, right? It just mm -hmm. doesn't pan out. But now he's gonna be like, no, I was the first black South African captain. And in my in my first like four years of, in my captaincy, or the first it's roughly four years, yeah. Yeah, my first four years in my captaincy, I won two World Cups. Yeah. He's 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 a legend in South African rugby now. Yeah. He's he's gonna go down in history. And he's gonna go down in villain villainy in New Zealand, which is perfect for you, man. Do you think? Yeah. You yeah. know? 
Um, God, I, I'm starting to love rugby, man. Watching this sport is wild. It is. It really. I want to watch a game in New Zealand. I want to yeah. fly to New Zealand and watch a game. It'd be interesting. That's like what twelve hours? I think it's more than that. A full day? Maybe. For, it, I think it's more like a full day to get down there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot of dreaming. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. What I um, used to fly to. Before we get out of here, Ferris, <laughs> we're forty-three minutes into the show. Um, I also want to talk about this Coyote versus Acme thing. Yeah, let's do that. Um, what the fuck, WB? Nah, bro, it's... The day after the strike ends, you announce that you have a fully completed movie a year after it finished filming that you're just scrapping like you did with Batgirl for a tax write-off? $30 million. That $30 movie could have paid $30 million. Yeah, I know. That's John what they're getting. Cena. It's got the Looney Tunes. Would have made money. Like, and apparently, Adelia, apparently, this is the report. It tested amazingly. Because like yeah. the, the biggest the biggest problem with Batgirl, that people go like, oh, it tested horribly. People didn't really like it, the testing. But apparently this movie tested in the 95th percentile. Yeah. So so this you know, Batgirl just sucked. You know, they just, who cares? Nah, bruh. They's bullshitting now. So, all I mean, Adelia, so someone tweeted out Adelia. Someone tweeted out Adelia. Yeah. If you're going to do tax write-offs of a movie that's fully complete, which mm-hmm. basically means the United, the U.S. people paid for this movie. Yeah. The movie should be public domain. It should be public domain, put it in the Library of Congress, something. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is bullshit that they are doing this. Like, if I was a director, I wouldn't work with WB. For them doing I would this. no, absolutely. I would not never work with the them. other studios are like better, better, or yeah. wouldn't do the same thing. But like WB is like making this a pattern. Uh, William Harold saying Zaslav clearly didn't get what Cena meant when he said, "You can't see me." Uh, yeah, that's uh, a good. That's, that's a good. Yeah, William. That's a good. I love you, William. But that's like my boy William. That sounded so interesting to me. I knew nothing about this movie until this. This me neither. A hybrid animation and live action that was like what uh Roger Rabbit like no come on. no no it's more uh more uh Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan Fraser. I don't know what that is. You whoa 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 you've never heard about Looney Tunes back in action? No. Adelia, no. Really? I don't know what that is. Oh uh, let me yo, it's it's so it's it was in the it was in the two thousands when Brendan Fraser was Brendan Fraser. Like he was the man. And he made a movie with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Donald Duck. Daffy Duck. No, Daffy Duck. You never heard about this? No. It was in 2000. Yep, 2003. It was Brendan Fraser, um, Jenna Elfman. And yeah, it, yeah, it was basically, uh, it's on Amazon. It's on Max, Adelia. Go watch it. It's, it's like Roger Rabbit. But it's it's like it's the it's it's the it's it's basically the Acme movie, the Coyote Acme movie, was basically this movie. I would I would I would share I would show you the in, the imagery, but you've never heard about this? No. Wow, Adelia. Yo, I have yo, not. I, 
But no, I haven't heard Depending. about anything about Coyote versus Acme either. It sounds like it would be very interesting. I love the Looney Tunes stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the the director and the people that worked on the movie have been posting these heartbreaking tweets of just this stuff about the movie and how excited they were and like mm-hmm. this movie starred John Cena. It was co-written by James Gunn. Like, how did these guys have any faith in WB after this? Yo, it's produced by the guy who runs their superhero division. And they still said, nah. Yeah. Uh, there was a clip. I forget uh, who the composer was, but they put of one of the Scott Derrickson quote tweeted it. Um, just, uh, like... Uh, this is the kind of shit that the strike was about to me. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this shit happening? And then the day the strike ends, they decide to make this announcement. Or it gets uncovered by one of the trades or whatever it was. Like, what the fuck? It's just- David Zaslav is like ruining Warner Brothers. To make a buck for Discovery. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and and that's that's the and that's always been the problem. It's always been the problem with mergers, Adelia, because the merging power ends up going to the people who make the most, mo- the, not the most money, the more profit. Because mm-hmm. he was the head of Discovery, and Discovery made their shows for like pennies on the dollar, and they would make well, so much. Of course, much- they made their shows for pennies on the dollar. They're mostly reality TV. Exactly. So. People said, oh, he makes the money, so he's going to be in charge of the, of the company when we merge. When no, man, yeah. he's not. Like, you, because at the end of the day, you need the brand. When someone said HBO, you knew it was going to be creative somehow, some way. Was it going to be good? No. But it was going to be some type of creatively driven thing. Uh-huh. You know? And now it's about who makes the money, dog. Who makes the money, it's, dog? It's awful. Yeah. It's absolutely awful. Damn shame. Like, they they also um, scrapped that uh, Scoob Holiday Haunt or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, animated movie for a tax write-off. Like, how many mm-hmm. other projects have they done this to that we just haven't heard about yet? A lot, yo. Has to be a lot. I understand he's trying to look for $3 billion in savings, but like... This ain't how you do it. That movie would have made more money than they're getting from this tax write-off. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me this movie tested in the 95th percentile, because that was the that was the thing about Batgirl, it didn't test well. Well, apparently this movie was testing in the 90s. I've never yeah. tested in the 90s. Okay, that's a lie. I have gotten an A once or twice. I would hope so. I would hope so too. But yeah. I have gotten an A once or twice as well. Getting an A is pretty nice. It is. So that's why I savor them. Because I know I don't get them a lot. <laughs> like I know how to do school. But sometimes school doesn't want to do me. Yeah. I reached mm-hmm. a point with school where I was just like. this is, is Can I pass this? That's all mm-hmm. that matters. Yeah. Basically. 
but uh, yeah. I think we've come down to the end of the road. I think we it's have. Mosey, mosey down onto the bar. What? I don't know, because, you know, you know, Red Dead Redemption in the road, you always end up at a bar. I've never played Red Dead Redemption, Ferris. It's kind of more like, you know, like a cowboy thing. Okay. Speaking of We're cowboys, man, we got, I got... Yeah, I got. I gotta watch Lawman Bass Reeves. Yeah. Yo, did did I tell you I watched Waco? You have mentioned it a few times. Oh my, yo, that show that, is crazy. Ferris tried to tell me the story of Waco, so I didn't live through it. That's also a good point. But that show is crazy. That situation was crazy. I know. It's. What the hell? And then finding out that Oklahoma City was connected to it because the guy was like, I got to punish you for Waco. Mm -hmm. I remember that situation very well as well. Yeah, man. I got picked up from school and it was on the radio in the car. I was like, wait, what? There was a what? I was I was in middle school, I think. When that happened. You know, it shows how the U.S. government didn't take white nationalism seriously. No, they did not. They still don't, really. They still don't. And then, you know, watching Shea Wiggum. Shea Wiggum is always playing a cop. He's always playing a cop. Shout out to you, Shea Wiggum. Go play something else. But shout out to you. And how, like, you know, in his, in, in like, he, his character says, you know, this is a big deal because the one thing we had over the white nationalists and the racists is that they were, they were fractured they were just spread out they weren't organized but now they're organizing that's a bad thing we need to fix that mm-hmm. and the u.s government was like nice story bro thank you nothing and oklahoma city happened yep and then everything else happened Still, it's crazy also too man you know i'm not you know the government messed up at Waco, right? Uh-huh. But I'm not defending David Crush. Now that man's a scumbag. That man is a He's scumbag. A that guy's that man is scum on earth. He is scum. Uh-huh. But what the government did was not all right. There was a terrible situation all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to talk real- about this anymore. Okay, that's a good point. Let's you know let's end the show on that. Yeah, yeah let's end the show on that. It's a great show, dude. Did you watch? It's a great. No, I did not watch it. You know why I didn't watch it? Because I lived through it. Did you? Did you watch Waco Aftermath? No. You should. No. Yeah, why don't you talk about it on my radio show later? You should talk about it on your radio show. Yeah. Where can people find that radio someone. show, Ferris? Uh, you can find it on uh. KSFS Radio every Wednesday at 9 o'clock Pacific, 12 o'clock Eastern. Where can they find you, Adelia? That would be at night, by the way. There's Not at night. 9 a.m. Yeah, no, 9, 9, 9 p.m. Um, you can find me on uh, Starting 11 on the Highlights channel with our buddy Snark. 
Uh, he and I will be doing a special live edition of the show Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, for our 50th episode. I can't believe we've done 50 episodes of the show already. It's wonderful. Um, and uh, you can find both of us with Snark on the Rewatchers Council, our Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch series. Uh, we've done two episodes so far. We're going to do all 140. Yeah, you were very tired. Yeah. Um, we're going to do all 144 episodes of Buffy. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, that's you can find on this channel Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific. Boom, shakalaka. So everyone, I hope you have a wonderful night. Stay safe. And always, always keep that table open. Watch the Loki review on Tuesday. Delia, you can't, you can't. When I drop the catchphrase, you can't talk after that. I didn't finish. Okay, well, why don't you tell me that? <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay, well, I can't do the catchphrase again because it, it makes no sense. I didn't want you to do the catchphrase again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>